Hi guys, welcome to Hello Dysfunction. This is Paterfria, the president. I'm Crystal, vice president of Scam Sisters Incorporated. <laughs> Might be a scam. Have you guys figured it out Co-president yet? Co-president of Scammers Anonymous. I like the title of that list. Have you, do I see it yet? Do or like, <laughs> like, what? Are you on a mission to, to convince people we're scammers? I read that and all, it's, all I fucking saw was, I don't want to give you any money. But dance, dance, now. girl, dance now, right now. Yeah, exactly. I saw red. No, for real. That shit pissed me <clears throat> off. And we love a funny, uh, disrespectful review as long as it's funny. But like, makes sense. Makes sense. Spell things right. And like, you know, have it be like ha- and a maybe, real complaint. I don't know. And maybe don't have it be a total contradiction. You say we're hard up for money, but yet you don't want to pay patreon and yeah. get four extra episodes a month so make because that make we don't, sense because we just because we don't want to uh <clears throat> pay for your lifestyle we don't get as many oh episodes. my lavish lifestyle of <laughs> bathrobes and flip-flops thank <laughs> my, you my lavish richmond uh lifestyle everyone crammed in an apartment thank listen you. we're not living large we, because of it we pay rent <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> Please, please don't get ahead. And of I know you're not supposed to fucking speak on negative stuff, but our whole show is about real lives, real feelings, yeah. real shit. And it sometimes stirs up real emotions. Yeah, and it, sometimes we're like, did we overshare? Did we tell too much? Should we take that out? Like, yeah, this ain't scripted shit. This is like our f- real fucked up lives. So it's not like we drew this picture and you're criticizing something we drew. Like mm-hmm. every story is a, is a piece of why we are the way we are. We are, you know, yeah. like little moments it's of our very story. It's personal. For sure. And it's, um, yeah, I just want some appreciation. Yeah. And the, let's not lose focus. The majority of you guys are amazing and wonderful and tell more, us you yeah, love us. For and sure. we more, hella love there's you. more good than bad. 100%. So. But I feel like we're allowed to get pissed off or yeah. get irritated. And react. And, and I'm not afraid to say when something's under my skin or something bothers me. Yeah. And if that was your fucking mission, high five, girl. You got boy, it. Boy, you did it. Yeah. Um, but don't do it again. But don't do it again. And, and maybe if you want more, I don't know, fucking pay Patreon or join Patreon or... And, whatever yeah just fucking choke on a cock how about that a cock we're here at 189 already i know i was just saying fucking four years almost 200 episodes almost two million downloads yeah that's pretty good we really built this amazing little family Mm -hmm. um that serves the exact purpose we always wanted it to serve and it's very humbling and it's very rewarding, especially when we get, um, I, I just did a big no, no. I, I hate when especially, and I just said, especially instead mm-hmm. of especially, right. I got nerve. Cut that out. Why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I said way worse. Yeah. I <laughs> no, know. but it, it is, it's very humbling and rewarding, mm-hmm. uh, especially when we get the messages saying that we've helped save your life or, you know, we help you get through the day or, or get through hard shit. Like, yeah, sure. that's, that's, 
I honestly feel guilty when we have to record late or if we have to miss we one. We stress or balls. We do. And it's not like, so please don't ever think that we're like, oh, we get a week off. Or no, it's not that. We're stressing and we're like trying to make it up to you guys. And we're like, maybe we could fit it in here or there. Like we never want to miss no. a fucking episode. So no. Yeah, there's that. Um, Charlene was drunk last night. Uh, What's her deal? I feel like she's been drunk at a lot of family functions lately. Um, so first, happy birthday, Gigi. It's our niece Gianna's yes. birthday. Beautiful Gianna. She's so she's just so wonderful and sweet. She's getting straight A's. Such a good girl, man. Wow. Um, but so we did cake at Will's house, and uh, you know, mom injured her knee at work. If you've been around my mom any time in the last three weeks, I, you've heard about it fucking 900 times. Right. And I'm not taking away from the fact that her leg was really injured uh, by a patient. But she's going to make sure everyone knows. Oh, my fucking God. But yet the bitch don't want to use a walker. Don't want to take pain meds. Nothing to alleviate what happened. Nope. She just oh. wants to keep talking about it. So she shows up. And as soon as I'm in my car and I hear her get out and say something and I through the window, I look at Mark and Will and I go, mom's drunk. Like I know immediately, even if mom's only had one fucking shot, her, my mom slurs like (laughs) she's a hundred feet away. A bar fly, man. Like, Oh my God. And you know, for anyone who's ever been around mom drunk, she is fucking obnoxious. She's obnoxious anyway, but it's like multiplied by a million. It's yeah, definitely enhanced. It's a lot of pinching, a A lot lot of of flicking in your head or like, calling you a b-word a lot of emotions and i don't really (laughs) like emotions crying at random yes (laughs) crystal unexpectedly you don't understand my leg you don't understand and i'm like i i understand she's not really a drinker so when she ever does it's like yeah a lot of shit going on god at one point we'll tell shiana shiana don't fuck with her no more just no more we're like we're over it no more like don't even talk to her and then she's getting ready to leave and she's out back and I'm watching her mm-hmm. and she fucking stumbles. Her leg didn't give out. Mom stumbled. Okay. And she go, and I was like, okay, bitch, you need to go home, get in the car, go home. And she's like, no, my knee just gave out my knee. And I said, wow. Okay, mom. All right. Your knee gave out. I'm like, but no, it fucking didn't. I, just I watched you. I watched you. I'm your daughter. I know those moves oh very my well. God. My knee just gave out. She's fucking Ugh. ridiculous. But okay, so I love her to death. Good time. But. That's really funny <laughs> that you started with that because last no. night. Oh, yeah. Last night, I'm getting out the bath. Um, I feel like you're trying to take my title. I don't know. It's, it's, we're neck and neck right now. <laughs> So I get out the bath, my hair is wet. I'm like, oh, I got this text. I might have to like leave the house in a minute. So I'm kind of like figuring that out. And then I get a FaceTime from Stinkers and I answer it, but I can't see him. I could just see like the sky. It's Uh -uh. nighttime. And he's like in pain and i'm like did he get fucking shot or something i swear to god that's my first my stomach would have instantly fell yes it it did it was in the pit like my stomach dropped and i'm like hey hey like what's going on so finally he moves the camera so i could see him and he's like i need your help and i'm like what the fuck happened and he's he's like i rolled my knee or something and i'm like well where are you you're like oh thank god yeah he he was in the parking lot like where we live so i'm like i'm talking to him and shit and i'm like okay um I'll be right there. 
I hang up knowing damn well I'm not gonna be right there I at all Buck. so Buck goes <laughs> thank god Buck is like a really big strong yeah, person yeah um because he had to carry him oh my god and there wasn't no close one. down the stairs and <clears throat> from the back of the parking lot all the way to my building. Oh my god! And then help him like down the stairs. Not 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 carry him down the stairs, but like had to carry him hella far. Yeah, and I was like, thank God, for so many reasons that you were here. Because one, I would have stressed. You would have screamed and cried like when Dottie yes. got loose. <laughs> and been crying in the parking lot again. The neighbors are so tired of seeing of me you crying in the parking, in the parking lot. lot. Like yeah, <laughs> or pregnant or chasing a horse through the parking. Yeah, like, so much shit. They think I'm weird. Um. <laughs> I was just like, thank God you were here, like, uh, for so many reasons. But he gets in and he's describing it. And I'm like, oh, you dislocated your knee. That's exactly what the fuck happened to me when I was young. Excuse me. When I was young, my friend's ugly ass cocker spaniels that always had black boogers in their eyes fucking came at me from the side the night that she was having a boy girl house party. It was like my first boy girl house party. I was all excited. The universe was like, nope. and them dumb dogs ran into me from the side, dislocated my knee. I think I peed on myself. I always peed on myself when I got hurt. A cocker scram, a cocker scramble, a cocker <laughs> cocker scramble bit my Nona in the face when she was Fuck little. Fuck them. They're, I hate them. They're known to have aggression <clears throat> issues. And so, uh, yeah, that ruined my night of a party. I bet, I bet. And I spent it in the hospital. But I remember the feeling, and um, like years later it happened again like on the other leg if you've ever dislocated your knee it hurts it's such a weird pain it hurts so fucking bad uh but like when your kneecap is off and like mm. to the side your whole leg goes numb like I've down seen that to happen your to foot someone once. oh my god it's so, and you have to like slam it back with your hand like i remember pushing my kneecap back in the right oh spot god. with my hand it's just like reflex you do it oh god it hurts so fucking bad and then it just immediately swells and it, you can't step on it and hella shit so i'm like yeah it sounds like you dislocated it but like i want you to get an x-ray anyway because he couldn't even stand he couldn't do shit right so i call 911 <laughs> i told you guys she's trying to take <laughs> today, my title today i started to uh, tell her she goes you called 911 again and i said, I said yes. you called him to your house again <laughs> yes. they're probably like hey maria what's up they're like you guys they, it's they're like again. we know who it is well, i'll go i i know she has nice is. tits boys come on it's all right <laughs> right <laughs> so i call them they took hell along um they get there and they're like trying to position him. They don't know how the fuck they're going to get him back up the stairs. Cause they're like, I can't carry you in this way. They ended up getting like this chair, not a gurney, but like a chair. Mm-hmm. So he could sit in that kind of position and be carried like a Jewish wedding or something like that. <laughs> what is that called? I don't know where they do the song and bounce them. I don't know what it's. I was, my stupid ass was going to say it turned into a bar mitzvah, but I, it that's was, not it. It was that chair. Like they brought that down. The celebration chair. Yeah. So, um, whatever they come in. Okay. So while that's happening, peas decides I'm going to act a goddamn fool. Now, mind you, she didn't take a nap yesterday and the last two days, like, before she wasn't getting naps and she would just go to bed right on time and be fine Mm -hmm. but now it's like she needs naps or she'll try to ruin my life she gets spicy oh my fucking god so they come in and you know you would think she was so excited for the Montessori you would think that she would get like shy or like be good around unknown people no she did the opposite she showed her whole ass she gets like carolyn for men in uniform she fell on the floor threw herself on the floor was screaming threw her bottle almost hit them in the leg shut up 
headbutted me so fucking hard on my brow bone i thought it was split i thought i like was checking for blood um trying to hit me with both hands in she the face she don't like that the attention ain't on her she was fucking losing it and i was like what you need to stop like you stop you know like she's like crying screaming all this shit but then i would stand her think, up do you she think she got overwhelmed with all the strangers in the house I don't know because she was kind of acting bad before they came but then when they came she was just like get off of me like did not want to be on the couch did not want to be held I'm like you have to stay over here there's like six people coming in the fucking house no she acted a damn bull to where I told my sister oh wait till I tell you how Caitlin was acting when the paramedics (laughs) came in here and she was like what and I said yes she was acting a fucking fool she said oh no I would have had them put her on a 72 hour hold that's what (laughs) I should have did yeah because this one is mentally not acting right um (laughs) oh my fucking god so that was like the most stressful part was trying to wrangle her Her. and not abuse her like in front you know what i mean not that i do in front not fucking beat her in front of them but you know i wanted to cuss and shit and i'm like what the fuck are you why are you doing this like you never do all this so yeah she went to bed early last night um that was stressful but yeah they they took him to the hospital that's like near us they took him to kaiser richmond because the last time i called them they took me there and i got put right in to Mm -hmm. see a doctor that was also kind of during covid time and they didn't have a waiting room they were like in and out I guess now they're back to having a waiting room. Oh, yeah. So they put him from the ambulance into the waiting room Shut with up. hella sick people. You know, it'd be hella dope fiends in there. Uh. Um, so he was pissed. So he, like, texted me after an hour or something. And he's like, I'm about to just leave. Like, can you call and make me an appointment? Make you an appointment with who? Like, you got to yeah. be seen. You're going to miss work and shit. You got to be seen. So, um... I thought it was so cute. Mona and her husband immediately rush rush down. They don't live of very course. Close. That's her sweet baby that's angel exactly, girl. Yes, that's what Candy said. Like she ain't playing about her brother. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, and it's late. It's like probably midnight by this time. She was and like, get up. Yeah. Stinkers is in trouble. So they fucking came down, and I was like, oh, I'm glad you know that <laughs> someone's there. I don't know if they'll let you in, but I'm glad you're there. Um, they ended up taking him to another hospital, which is hella what? far away to be seen. He got seen there. He got x-rayed and shit there because Kaiser was fucking off. And then they brought him all the way back home, girl, in the middle of the night. That's and, love. And helped him down the stairs and in the bed. And I was like, wow, like, thank you so much. Like, that's very sweet that she did that for that him. Is that's love. her baby, though. It is. It's always been her baby. So what was that consensus? Um, It's not broken. Thank it's, God. So it was just, like, dislocated. But, like, another... I God, I could just picture the feeling like it's happening to me. Your kneecap is hella loose mm-hmm. after that happens. Mm. So when it happened to me, I tore all the ligaments around. Yeah. So, like, it could un- pop, out, pop back out at any time. Like, so I had to keep a brace on it and shit for hella long till it healed. That's basically what they think happened to him. And he said, like when buck picked him up he, it popped hella loud mm. then like it kept popping in and out so he probably tore some shit too between uh charlene and stinkers on want to hear about no more knee shit right that's weird both knees both got a knee problem you guys have soft knees mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i was dealing with that and then today i was just like hey do you need anything like you know he's like me he's he's dramatic oh he is like, so <laughs> much like you he's re- so yeah if you you guys have ever heard when about he's me sick, or he's seen dying me too. and I, w- I was telling um 
like Buck was worried that he might have been embarrassed being carried like in front of neighbors or something. And I was like, listen, when you don't feel good or you're in pain, I was just talking about this not too long ago. You don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if I piss myself. If I, I was throwing up in the bushes one time when they were taking me to put me in the ambulance in front of neighbors. You I really don't. You don't care when you don't feel good. I could care. I said, I hope he's like me in that way. Cause I wouldn't give a fuck. I'll fall out anywhere. Like the, in I, public, in the mall, whatever. I will fall out anywhere if I don't feel good. I forget where I was recently. I think maybe Dr. Mariotti's and I had to like um, change into a fucking gown thing when they were getting the men's off my face uh-huh. for me, right? The laser shit. Um, and she was like, do you want us to leave the room? Because all I had on was a bra. And I was like, no. I was like, I've given birth twice. Fucking nine million people have seen my crotch. Like, I <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I, I just don't. Yeah. You know, like, you reach a certain point where you don't give a I fuck. I mean, embarrassment is not really something we possess anyway. No. But especially if I'm not feeling well. Like, oh, that's yeah. the furthest thing from my mind. I'm I'll throw concerned. up on myself and fucking sleep. <clears throat> Exactly. Yeah. Like, get me and you help me. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't judge me. You come out, you come help carry me. Hey, one of mine and Mark's first dates, we went to the city and we went to a bar with a couple friends. And of course I overdid it on drinking. Of course. And I was so fucking drunk that on I got, y'all first date, one of our first ones, this loose bitch, loose, loose I was so fucking drunk. We had already banged by this point. Of Good. course. Um, <laughs> it's like our third date. Okay. <laughs> been fucking and i'm so drunk and i blacked out and mark had to put my pajamas on me and put me in fucking bed dude and he did like a total gentleman he fingered you on the way (laughs) no nowadays he'd probably (laughs) do that it would give him the necrophilia fantasy he's looking for (laughs) he's like just blankly stare at the ceiling don't look at me just look at the ceiling (gasps) but yeah fucking embarrassment is few and far between man fuck that don't ever be worried about uh just get yourself together like when something serious is going on you should not be worried about what fuck anybody no. look like fuck you what like, you look like yeah what no people think. no fuck no Mm-mm, that's the last thing i hear thing. people complain like oh there were so many people outside when this ha- who gives a fuck like i don't care I, I when i got in a bad car wreck when i was 16 um with whatchamacallit in north oakland i did I had just got a brand new old navy fleece, brand new old navy you jeans, a brand new wonder bra from Fredericks of Hollywood. You thought you was getting dick that night in that old navy no, outfit. I just thought I was really fucking cool. <laughs> and, um, you know, we crashed in the neighborhood around all the boys that be on the fucking block because a stupid fucking dude. That's a story for another day. But the paramedics, like I blacked out and then I came back Did to... Did they have to cut your outfit off? Yes. And I, that was my fear. And I screamed when we, they had me laid out outside all the neighborhood boys are around. I just remember this boy Lamont was like, are you good? And I was like, call my mama, call my mama. And I gave him her number. I'm going to tell you what the last thing I said to her before that was. Um, but they wanted to cut my fucking clothes off in front of all the neighborhood boys. You were like, boys. these are new Old Navy outfit. That I was thinking they were going to cut his polo sweats off oh, last night. Oh, I screamed. Night. And, and they, I was like thinking, those are expensive. Right. Like, can I take your pants off before they get right. here? Right. But I screamed because I didn't want them to do it in front of the neighborhood boys. And yeah. so when we got in the ambulance, they luckily they waited till they got me in the ambulance and they cut them off. But they did. They cut my fucking brand new jeans, my brand new fleece. Aww. And he was like, I'm going to do it as best as possible you can sew it back together but they cut the strap like right on the seam of the bra but you probably could have still sewed it together that day i wanted to borrow my mom's car and she told me no <gasps> and she wasn't and using it and she told me no and it was I, charlene's fault and i you want to know what i said to her before i left the house what 
I think fine. I, know. I hope I die in a car wreck. And then the next phone call she got the was power, from Lamont. The power of words. Dude. The power of manifestation. Man. The next phone call she got was Lamont. Like, they're taking her. They're, the paramedics are rushing her to Highland Hospital. She was in a car she wreck. She was in a car wreck. And you're going to Highland of all hospitals. You're going to die. high trauma. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. My face was so swole. Like, I don't know if you remember, uh, but my eye was swole shut for like two weeks. I still have a scar on my leg. God. Scar tissue in my face. That shit sucked. But, that yeah, they, that's the only time I gave a fuck when I was hurt. And that's just because I didn't want all the neighborhood boys to see my fucking yeah. tits. Yeah. Yeah, not these great tits for free. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not these young tits. <laughs> these young hot tits. <laughs> now I don't think I'd give a fuck. Yeah. Back then. Mm. Um, let's talk about something else. Don't you ever recommend another movie for me. What? This is like the second or third time you've done this. And I was all excited to watch it. Which one? Luckiest Girl in the World. You didn't like it? That's a fucking girl power ass movie. I like that movie. She didn't handle it the way I wanted her to. I it was like, pissing me off. And then at the end when all the women are... Really, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, does Crystal but know who I am? But it's real. I, I'm saying as far as like surviving sexual assault, her trying to heal and cope as an adult was very on point for somebody who had was unhealed you know but who I've dealt with it but there wasn't enough anger and there wasn't enough payback I so the part that made me I mad but you don't let me say anything the part that made me yeah. mad is she didn't slice the dude in the wheelchair's throat there was so much yeah I mean the only good thing was that the friends the nerd friends the Oh, they were cool. No, they were great. The only good thing I liked was that she left her supposed to that almost, made me happy. Almost be a husband. Yes, and that she carried my bag throughout the whole entire movie. <laughs> and this is the weird thing. And I thought this was part of the storyline. Goyard must have made like huge uh, production dollars into that movie because in the beginning. There's like three Goyards. It's her walking in the crosswalk past two girls. They both have one. She has one. And I'm like, why are they all wearing that bag? They're like different colors. They probably paid to have it advertised. I mean, yeah, I know about product placement, Apple, shit like that. But like it it was so clear, obvious up in the camera. It was almost like I thought it was going to be part of the storyline. You're such a bag person. I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. And then she carried the same bag like through the whole fucking movie just like one other one but um i was like i want to i'm waiting to see what is going to come about i wanted i wanted her to sever her relationship with her mom too her mom and that piece of shit fiance yes yeah i wanted i wanted she wasn't and then it's like they portrayed her in the end as this badass bitch you ain't no badass because you would have killed the dude you would have fucking told like there's so much other shit she could have done aired the shit out the truth you know like you didn't do enough badass shit to be thinking you're a badass. Well, Fuck I, that movie. I think for her, her final moment of badass was being honest with herself because she had been so... It was internal satisfaction. Yeah. For because, sure. Yeah, yeah, because she did so much to hide who she was. And that one part toward the end, she's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I've spent so yeah. much time, you Putting know... Putting on a face. Yeah, she's like, I don't even fucking know who I am. So yeah. I think that was like her big badass moment. Was her realization. Yeah, like when the editor handed her that paperback and was like, when you write this for real yeah then then come see me but i did want her to slice dude in the wheelchair's fucking throat right in the middle of the library and i'm like does crystal even know me like this is the second or third time she's done this she told me there was gonna be rape and shit i thought it was gonna be super dark 
Um, that fucking rape scene was rough for me to get through. It was rough, but it was like I maybe want for some, someone like you, not. But I want fuck. some more murder after or something. Like I want there wasn't enough murder I loved and payback that me. they fucking killed the fucked up rich kids. I did. Yeah, I liked except th- that one. And that's why I wanted his throat sliced. Yeah. Like that would have brought me so much joy in the movie. You yeah. know, because in real life, I mean, you really can't do that. I didn't your... climax. I didn't have an orgasm. <laughs> Is that what they say? I didn't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I didn't have an orgasm. I didn't climax in that movie. I didn't get to finish. <laughs> did you watch Alice? I did, and it was good. It was definitely what uh, Antebellum or Ante. It, what is it? It was kind of like that. It was huh? what it was supposed to be. Yeah, but and then that got corny too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not happy with a lot of movies lately. Mm-mm. And I try not to watch a lot of um, movies that, oh God, are dark regarding black folks. I try not to like, cause it's overdone. I, and I, yeah. Feel, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, like tell some positive stories. Yeah. Why does everything have to reference the terror? Yeah. That black people go through. What is it? Trauma porn. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel like it is. Yeah. So every I, time it's a black story. Yeah. I try not to fucking same. watch them because yeah, I'm like, it's just done over in so many, it's yeah. either fucking police shooting, a slavery movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't, can we get fucking it's chick flicks or fucking. Yeah. I want to see more positive shit. Can we remake Steel Magnolias with an all black okay, cast? I mean like that I would be my dream. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I'm just saying that would be my dream. Because you're an old town girl. I'm a fucking oh. small town girl. Anyway, Who washes clothes. But um, yeah I was pissed at the movie. I was like never again. I felt like she could have done a little more damage. For sure. Fuck her for that. But you know what? I bet you that movie might help a few people. Yeah. Alright. You know. Alright. Give it that. Yeah. It made me mad. So if you guys recommend me anything, make sure there's dark, extra rape, extra gruesome, abuse, throat slicing, extra death. I want it to be dark and fuck your head up. This one was not enough. And I'm over here like, I'll watch cat <laughs> videos on the dodo all day. That's it. Um, we can talk about my Mexican pizza addiction. I've had one today. I've been eating them every two. day. I ate two the other night for dinner. It's and my food like, of choice lately. It it was also I didn't climax. I was like, this is like, what is it? What's the so word? What when I've it's noticed, not what you want it to be subpar. It, yeah, basically. So what I've noticed is it really <clears throat> depends on who is fucking making it. Yeah, because I've had. Some bad ones not good yeah i'm like how do you ruin this and when i because i the way i eat them is i get light meat light beans i get sour cream put in the middle i get a little extra red sauce on top oh, you and make i it all douse different. it in fucking fire sauce oh you're making it all different well and then i'll order it just like that everywhere but some places will give me extra fucking meat i didn't yeah. ask for that they'll give me two fucking tomatoes they'll mm. give me and you know it just it has to have like this it's like baking it needs the perfect chemistry in order to be great but I've been eating it so fucking much. Every day, right? Every day. It's been about a good seven days. I've fucking have put on four pounds. I'm happy. <laughs> so I got on the scale at Carolyn's good. doctor. And I'm, I had clothes on, but I was 140. Well, you had I probably been there also, in a minute. You had probably also had coffee by then and shit too. You know, you're supposed to It was to around 1130 AM. So I had yeah. that coffee. You're supposed to weigh yourself in the morning at, right after you, your first pee. I'm still taking that as a win though, because I haven't seen 140 on the scale. It's been a yeah. few months. So that was exciting. 
this this was my first time getting Mexican pizza since they brought it back, and I thought it was going to be a celebration. It wasn't. I ate it all, of course. Of but course, I, you ate. But I was all like, two of them. All <laughs> eight. I would have ate three. That's the other thing when they fucking all go all willy nilly and don't slice it correctly. Put some love. Slice That's fucking shit love. I want to be able to pick it up like pizza. And you're giving me not only that it bugs the fuck out of me when it's seven shapes that don't match. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, they're not equal. Portions. No, that's like puzzle pieces. Yeah. I don't want that. It's very careless. It is. But. Take some pride. So I'll, I'll give it another go. Not today, but I'll try it again. I'll um, eat another one today. Do you go to the one in Hercules? That's where I went earlier today. But Who, Who's had the best lately? I was on Fitzgerald when I kind of got eh, subpar. Mm. Nothing to write home about. Um. Okay. We were out toward Concord <laughs> that way. I was trying to think because well, I ate it with Carolyn out okay. that way. All right. I ate Hercules today. Was it good? It was all right. They put too much fucking meat. I had to scrape meat oh, off it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what's up with these nuclear nuclear weapons that are coming? I don't know, but do you want to hear what? Because okay. you usually be on top of you that. You want to know what's going on? With that? Well, with, with my man Putin with all of it for a minute hey, he's fucking hot because he's not doing so hot so you know it was recently his 70th birthday oh I didn't know for his birthday Ukraine blew up the bridge to Crimea which if you don't know back in 2014 that was the first Ukrainian territory that Russia basically annexed is that the one where they used a suicide bomber they did uh, for the bridge yeah yes so they that did. happened saturday okay real quick before you continue on that i don't like that they used a suicide bomber for that and america and people other countries basically rejoiced about it when but we when get mad someone, in the middle East. but when someone brown does it <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's horrible disgusting. they can't fathom right a person doing it it's the worst of the worst right but they rejoice when ukraine did it right Fuck fucking that it, it's the hypocritical yeah, bullshit yeah. okay go ahead so well so here's the thing they don't know 100 percent if it's a suicide bomber because they don't know if that truck driver was complicit there mm. uh, it was a fertilizer bomb but basically saturday ukraine and they and officially ukraine has not taken um, responsibility Credit. and said we've done it right okay so when that bridge was first built after russia came in and you know took that territory mm -hmm. from ukraine um creating I feel like i have a cat hair in my eye and it's making me hella mad sorry that bridge was built special so the bridge was built because um they that bridge is very important when it was first built putin it was like he was the first one that drove a truck across it that was a bridge it was a, to him it was a huge celebration he felt like he had finally made it like so they blew it up for his birthday yes it, how about stop poking the, the bear so but the reason they blew that bridge up is because that is russia's main way into i want to say southern ukraine that is the main way that they get tanks and trucks and vehicles yeah. through to fight the war so by so blowing that he, up, they're preventing them. Well, okay. Well, guess what? Now when he blows them into space, because y'all want to play on his birthday. So there's been a lot of activity in, since or? In, in Belarus, which is a Russian ally. And mm -hmm. there's word on the street. It's not been confirmed, but the Belarusian president is going to 
you know, um, green light some shit, his army to help Russia, because as of right now, Ukraine has been fighting back and winning Yeah, because Putin didn't expect the people to fight back Mm -hmm. as hard as they are. So anything. So, I mean, I've Ukraine is damned if they do and damned if they don't, if they Mm -hmm. fight back, he's going to get madder and, and, if possibly they fold, you know they won't win either way yeah and then if they fold like they're sentenced to death anyways because yeah you know so i wouldn't want to be them war is fucked up it's really I'm not fucked up saying i love the war i'm just saying i love him because he's unhinged and i'm attracted to that <laughs> she's shaking her head at me in disapproval <laughs> Let's be honest. I was no, honesty I, hour. You know I don't like people it like that. It makes me hella laugh. And he's like an evil bad guy. And that's who I'd be rooting for. It, it might be funny if he wasn't for real fucking unhinged and yeah. would fucking well, shoot some little baby nukes. So what I heard was that the United States... Let me States, tell you something that's going to scare you really quick. Well, well it ain't Maybe not you, <laughs> but... It might be what I was about to tell you. Back... In one of the other wars, forgive me for not knowing all my history. My brain only retains certain information, like a horrible story I'm going to tell you at the end of this podcast. Um, (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Fuck you all the way to hell. So at the end of one of the wars, we had all these mini nukes hidden all over Europe. Maybe it was World War II, I believe. Uh We had all these mini nukes hidden all over, right? Russia did. We did. Well, after the war... We went and we collected all of them, but like a hundred. And I mean, we had thousands, both us and Russia, right? Uh-huh. We destroyed ours. We dismantled them. Uh-huh. We stored them. That was dumb. Girl, Russia didn't. Duh. So Rightfully so. And and they're not... You're supposed to hold on to them. What are you doing? They're not nuclear weapons in the sense that uh, like um, Pearl Harbor and Hiroshima. They're not grandstand like that. Yeah. But they're enough to fucking do some major damage. So why would you dismantle and throw them away? Like we say in the name of fucking peace and good, I guess. Well, y'all got too happy. Russia was well, it was the USSR. Then they're like, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah. And they they have them all still. Yep. I don't I mean, I don't know how they would test them to make sure they're still fucking They test them in Ukraine. That's probably where they are (laughs) fucking going to test them. Well, and that's the thing. And that's why um, I. You know, when Biden references fucking nuclear and Armageddon, he's or what's it called? It's called a tactical nuclear something. It's the little ones that war talk. But any fucking nuclear bomb is going to fucking set off a horrible chain of events like for the world. It (laughs) just is. I read that Biden and our administration just placed an order for hell like billions of dollars worth of um yeah medicine yeah to treat anti-radiation medicine yes yeah they're preparing just in case because yeah yeah and i'm like to make a big purchase like that i think it was 250 billion if i'm not yeah. mistaken so to do that it's like it might be coming i fucking hope not are we gonna have like extra arms and shit? Like, radiation poisoning is a terrible. It does way weird to shit to humans, and it like, yeah, is my head gonna blow up like a balloon now? Like, what? How's it gonna affect us? I don't know. It's gonna destroy the planet. Where, it, yeah, it, if it turns into war like that, we, because look at Chernobyl. That was in the eighties, and that area people is are still, still uninhabitable. In un, inhabitable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. 
and that was and it's have in like people are looking like the ago. simpsons from the fucking n- nuclear plant or whatever that homer works at yeah that's why that fish got three eyes yeah <laughs> it's gonna be shit like that I don't know, but... You think your gene pool's fucked up now, D'Amato? Just wait. Just now you're going to have extra eyes. Ugh, extra mental illnesses. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that purchase kind of, you know, nothing really makes me nervous, but with that kind of had me like, hmm, it yeah. might be coming. I don't want that for my kids. Yeah. I just think we'll all die together, so it'll be like a group effort. You know how we've said before. This is probably- I don't mind dying. I don't want to go by myself. I don't mind dying. I don't want to leave my kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, I, I would hate for them to live without me. No one's going to take care of them the way I take care of them. Right. And that's always playing in the back of my head. Right. And I, I just, I know how much they need me. Yeah. I would never want to leave, you know, yeah. leave them so hurting. We, I think we got to all go together. Yeah. Familiar side. Yeah. Take us all out. Yep. Yeah. One goes, all go. That's, that's how I live. I don't know. Y'all might not agree, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm promoting this episode. I don't know. Um, Fuck. Something that really pissed me off. I mean, I, I do what? understand. What? <laughs> what, what now? now? <laughs> I do know that like a lot of convictions for weed are being overturned yes. and people are losing that charge on their record and, um, you know, being released and whatnot. That's all great. That's all really great progress about that. But the other day I saw a little commercial thing come on and it was for a new TV show called High Design. Oh, and <laughs> it's basically a weed dispensary decor show on Discovery Plus where interior decorators are going to different dispensaries and they made a TV show about decorating them. And I'm While like, While we still have people in are? prison for yeah, marijuana crimes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like let's that's in not. poor taste. We're jumping the gun here. Yeah, like, let's get them out first. Yep, and then you can do your And then your you can do all your pizzazz. Like, I, it just it pissed me off. White lady fucking TLC yeah, shows. Yep, Discovery Plus. Uh, read the room. <sighs> read the room please because i feel like that's a little premature i hate that yeah hi what did i say hi design not cute not it's not time but what the fuck's the point so you smoke weed and you fucking get creative like everybody don't own a dispensary so maybe like i don't care how the fuck you decorate the dispensary you know what i'm saying like with home decor shows it's like well we have homes we all people hopefully we all live in a dwelling right so like i could understand that but like we don't all have dispensaries so why do i give a fuck like to make a whole tv show about that someone was bored or high high they were fucking high or both yeah wow like I, i need to be one of the senior executives at these shows because like i have way better ideas than what the fuck they become hey, those fucking shows are always so missing the mark like have yeah. you ever watched the house hunting show yeah i know there's been so many memes and they're and like jokes we've made never about worked it. our budget is only three and a half million he's like i make fucking bee fucking dresses yes. and she and, fucking and she makes shaves goats for a living yes and yes. our budget is fucking 900 billion dollars so what can we do with that it's wild it's to not- me uh, yeah, it's not relatable. Oh, God. So I don't want to fucking watch that. No. <laughs> Nothing is desirable. So about I can watching be pissed that. off? Yeah. 
No. Like she does finger painting in hers <laughs> when she can, and I am a fucking like cartoonist. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like what? And they, their budget is five it. million dollars. Speaking of fucking houses, I listened. So there's an episode of the Daily. That's my shower podcast. Uh huh. And there's an episode about the housing crisis and how a lot of it's regarding the single family home. And it's talking about how like in the early sixties homes were like 40,000 bucks in the Bay area. Yeah. And then even when we were younger, I'm going to say shit, even when the girls were little, you could still find a house around here for 270. I was going to say under 300,000. It ain't been that long. Right. And they said in four major Bay Area cities, the average house price is $800,000. You literally need to make over a million dollars to be able to to buy a house house here. Why does that make sense? Why is that like what? And it happened so fast. Like in our lifetime, like our grandparents, our grandparents, our parents, their lifetimes, you know, we're going, going, going. The housing like goes up a little bit, goes up a little bit. And then it did cartwheels for us rocket ships yeah like we're never going to be able to own a house now and they were just i was listening to something else and they were saying that we think it's bad now it's going to inflation is going to be even worse well that's why i'm going to live in iowa and you're going to be like why does Potafria live in iowa (laughs) and like in this desolate area with no wi-fi i'm finding a place like that in california just because i don't want to live in a red state it makes me have anxiety i don't know if iowa's red though I'm not sure. I don't know, but I'm going to be in the middle of nowhere. I That's my <clears throat> dream because, is to own land yeah. and, and save every creature I come across. Yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Like moving Go in your backyard weird. and target practice and not get in yeah. trouble and shit. Kids, go play. See you later. Yes. Go run around. Go Shoes, run around. I don't care. Right. Those not. are optional. Yeah, bye. The bus is coming to pick you up for school. Yeah. Yep. I think that's starting to be real appealing to me. No, for sure. 100%. We'll, we'll just buy a prefab house and have mm-hmm. it brought to the land. Yeah. Because those are way cheaper. Why not? I don't get, bring me a trailer. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I've seen some nice ass trailers. I'm not we'll, tripping. We'll be doing fucking design on a dime with a trailer. With a trailer. <laughs> it'll be high design, high trailer design. That's what it'll be. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. But just listening to that fucking episode of the daily just that shit will give you anxiety now a word from our sponsor better help isn't it weird how growing up we're taught to stay on top of dental checkups medical visits even car servicing but not how to properly care for our minds our mental really affects how we live life so it's important to keep our minds healthy there's plenty of ways to support a healthy brain naps bubble baths meditating well, now there's also better help online therapy. I've spoke many times about my own mental health journeys and experiences, but I'm really excited to now get the chance for online therapy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's cheaper than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and if for any reason you want to switch, you can also do that at no additional charge. Right now, our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash hello. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash hello. Hey, our favorites. Are you guys looking for your next podcast obsession? 
You'll be sure to find it on the new weekly chat series, Best Friend Energy with hosts Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin. You may already know them from the hit Netflix series, Get Organized with the Home Edit, but they've got a lot more to talk about. On Best Friend Energy, you get to know Clea and Joanna even better than before. You actually get to become a part of their inner circle. It all started with a single text. Now all of a sudden life has them organizing celebrity homes, traveling the world together, and laughing every step of the way. They may be professional organizers, however, their lives are anything but, and when life gets too crazy, at least they always have each other to lean on and laugh with. Because what else are best friends for? Each week, they'll interview special guests, answer your questions, and deep dive on all of the everyday annoyances that, of course, life has to offer. Join them every Tuesday as they talk about anything and everything. From Sony Music Entertainment, Hello Sunshine, The Home Edit, and something else, listen and follow Best Friend Energy wherever you get your podcasts. Um, speaking of anxiety, I get like when I go live or when I do Q and A's or whatever, Mm -hmm. a lot of times multiple people will ask me like, what advice would you give? Maybe like, since you have 500 kids, what advice, (laughs) since you have, you think you you just want to keep having kids, kids, kids. Um, (laughs) what advice would you give to a new mom? I'm asked that all the fucking time. You run, and dummy. So, no. So I say, I, I heard, Just I read this or something or a version of this and I put it in my notes and it almost made me cry. Oh no. And it, I just put new moms ways to keep yourself from being frustrated. Tell, remind yourself it isn't going to be like this for very long at all. So like the messes, the crying, the noise, all of that shit. It lasts a very short amount of time. Super short. And it, you're going to, to miss, miss it, it terribly it or not. So I know when you're in the midst of it and you're feeling overwhelmed, it feels like, like the end of the world. Yeah. yeah I but promise you, you will fucking, it, it lasts such a short amount of time. Like a year is nothing. A blip. Yeah. You'll miss it. I was just and talking to my neighbor about that. It's today. not just people like me that want 50 kids. It's, it's people like it's me that don't, don't even want well, kids. Right. <laughs> It's just like a moment that like you're gonna just try to see it as that. And th- would, and then I think that makes it easier to cope with. I would give anything to go back to sleepless nights when they were toddlers. And fucking yeah, and like messes. cleaning up messes and spilling on the carpet. You know what I mean? Catching like that. Stevie knifing I mean, even sodas. though even though these bitches still do that, but the little kid shit like it was cute when they were little yeah not now yeah and the crying or like you know they want to the hug mama, you you're the superhero you're, you make everything better yeah. all the time give me a hug because, they want to sit yeah. on your lap they're clingy once yeah. that clinginess goes away oh kill me i hate so naya still naya still hugs and kisses me every single day that's really sweet stevie will try and scooch away from me but i make her hug me yeah no one hugs me Unless, like, we're crying about something. <laughs> like, there has Unless to we're be trying some to trauma. mend our broken family. Unless there's some trauma, we, we don't hug and we don't do that. So, like, Pease is my last clinger, I think. Oh. Make her be a clinger for a long time. Yeah, I just gotta force it. 
socially stunt her and make her dependent <laughs> on you do it forever do it like what was that mom ruby whatever what yep was, um be that oh my god i almost said ruby edgewood her name i don't was even know where ruby. the fuck it came was her name no her name wasn't even gypsy rose <laughs> I'm like, it's Ruby Edgewood. Make her a Ruby Edgewood. Make her a Ruby Edgewood. <gasps> that and, is Mouse's <laughs> name from now on. <laughs> Ruby Edgewood, give me a kiss. Oh my fucking God. I'm getting what? her a shirt that say? says Ruby. <laughs> I, they probably think I'm drunk. No, everybody, they're like, oh, for real? Charlene's drunk? No, bitch, what it's you. What do we even say? We say I, I say whatever my brain comes up with. And we say a really confident matter of fact. So if you believe a lot of the shit we say, jokes on you. Jokes on you, because we don't be knowing shit. Because Just kidding. No, we're smart. We are smart. Ruby Edgewood Ru- smart. Ruby Ed- <laughs> I just need to be like Ruby Edgewood. That's what I need to do. So I, she could just be clingy. What am I talking about on this what show? What am I fucking adding to? <laughs> You're fully supporting it. Yep. Edgewood. Yep. That's what you, you Ruby, right? Yeah. Edgewood. It was Gypsy Rose. Where did I even get Edgewood from? <laughs> it was Gypsy Rose. My small town. Oh my God. Get our brains together. Get a life. Get it together. But if you unzip that motherfucking purse, listen, one more I am fucking <laughs> tweaking so hard. I know. Here, that look it. As soon as you fucking get mean, you were looking for matches. I was looking like for my thing. lighter. I left it on the porch, but I was like, this bitch had I a remember book of matches. I have backup in matches in my in my La Sports sack. In her dirty eighty satchel. In my camping purse. Put that. Get it off the floor, please. First of all, let's start there. Oh please, that's fucking long gone in this house. In my <gasps> fucking life. Um, fucking, I was, I was telling her I was watching, um, European National Lampoon's European Vacation yesterday morning and fucking <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo, that movie was made in 84. She has the exact same fucking that purse. That this carries on her arm movies. every day. And you know when, I had just that's a dead saying, lady purse. Oh, that's where it came from. It came from an estate sale of a, of a dead woman, 86 year old woman that died. It looks like it. And I also, it looks like she, she wore it. I drugged this through the dirt camping and Bitch. was like, oh, I'll wash it later. Still ain't. So trust me, if you think we're living large over here, please think again. That's the kind of I mean, we're frugal, but <laughs> <laughs> that's like, seriously, we're not out here living large. That's a, when I read that, I was like, "Bitch, get the fuck. Like, if you only knew the, you the, the only hoops we got to jump through to man, make ends meet. The fucking hustling. Like, are you, you out of your no fucking idea. mind? It yeah. never stops. It never stops. Fuck. Yeah. That's funny. This lifestyle. What lifestyle? I don't, don't want to pay for their lifestyle. This lavish lifestyle we're living. The whole, the fucking PG&E's on tomorrow. <laughs> it might not be. I didn't pay it for two months. I was just telling oh, her. Oh, God. Absent-mindedly, I didn't fucking pay the water bill for like two cycles. Yeah. And I fucking. It'd be like that sometimes. And I caught it all up on fucking payday and i was like now i want to shoot myself hundreds for being worth of dollars hundreds yes no, hundreds yeah, that's where our lavish money goes for real bills like everybody else yeah it's a um, lifestyle so there's something i want to read that okay. a listener anonymously sent in and i think it's really important and it really was like wow like, okay uh, i was shocked to read it i'm gonna keep it anonymous um Hold on. While you're looking for that. I got it. Okay. Because I'm not you. Fuck you. 
what were you going to say while, while I was looking? While, while you're looking, a woman saw a man trying to kill a cat, so she ran him over and killed him with her car. And he actually wasn't come to find out shut up i read that what was she doing what was he doing to the cat i don't know i think it ended up being like his cat or something but she mistakenly thought that he was abusing a cat or about to why didn't she and she ran him over like a pancake and killed him and now she's going to prison and she was wrong so there was like that's like the worst wow like i I would just say like maybe tap him don't run him over and kill him yeah you know a bit extreme and you weren't even 100 percent for sure and that you got to be 100 percent sure before you make moves before you go kill people there was a woman did you even know that cat listen i can understand it because thank god no one i know has ever tried to kill my cats there was a woman though whose husband they were fighting and he took her fucking cat and threw it across the fucking room and it hit the wall and she fucking killed him you know and i'm I'm like high five yeah i've heard a lot of stories of people that like are fighting with a partner so they'll take it out on that partner's pet fucking sick you're sick and you deserve to die probably for that no for real you don't hurt innocent little babies all right back to my story okay go it's not my story but it's (laughs) It's yours it's an important story no it's very close to something like mine but okay um, I was really struggling with postpartum depression after I uh, had my baby. Same. Plus I had a C-section, so I was healing from the surgery. Mm. The doctor prescribed me some painkillers and I had no idea that I would like them that much. I started to use them to escape reality. Yeah. Then I started buying them from an old lady that had cancer once upon a time. Mm. They were a lot stronger than the ones I got from my doctor. Before I knew it, my tolerance had grown let me just say real quick with pain pills, your tolerance grows very within quickly a week, within days. If you take them regularly, yeah. like on a schedule, like it does multiple not take times a, long a day. Time. And that's the scary fucking thing. Like, and I had a doctor tell me all it takes is for you to take. So let's say you have, um, a 10 milligram Norco. Uh-huh. Let's just say a five milligram. All it does, all it takes is for you to take three of those a day for three days and your and body addicted. will become physically dependent literally, on them. You have to, with, you withdraw yeah. literally you, like your, yes. your body goes through withdrawal even from that short duration yep. of time. Even so, if your brain is like, I don't need these. I don't want to take them. Mm-hmm. Your body will get sick is losing it, mm-hmm. which is like criminal. Like that's, it, it's horrible. It's, it's so intentional and set up that way. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. All right. Um, They were a lot stronger than the ones I got from my doctor. Before I knew it, my tolerance had grown and I was taking more and more. I got close to having an overdose one night. Scary as fuck. The next morning, I heard an episode of Hello Dysfunction. Crystal was talking about Narcan, which I had never heard of. I was completely ignorant to what I was even dealing with. Damn. I never thought I would get addicted to anything because I never had an addictive personality before. But the thought of leaving my baby on this earth without me shook me. Mm -hmm. The Google search for Narcan led me to a treatment facility that let me be anonymous. And I think I think this set meant to say I didn't have to leave work or miss time with my baby. That's amazing. Um, that shit that saved my life and I haven't touched it since I haven't told anyone in my family. It's been the biggest secret. I'm pretty embarrassed, but I'm so grateful for you guys. 
that's fucking amazing like that i'm so yeah I, happy that you heard that episode so happy like that I, and i said that like i'm happy that we could help at all in any way with some serious shit like that when i had postpartum that's exactly what I leaned on was Vicodin. It was Vicodin back then. It's and so easy to do. And they know the, that. So listen, you want to know how I was prescribed Vicodin when I was, so my pregnancy with Naya was really rough. Um, I was getting these bad migraines and they would last two weeks mm-hmm. and they didn't, you know, you can't take Advil and shit when you're yeah. pregnant. So they were having me come every day to the clinic and get morphine injections to get, a fix. To get morphine. Mm-hmm. And asked Mark, as soon as we'd walk out of Kaiser, I would vomit everywhere. It was making me sick. And I was like, I can't take these, but I'm in, I'm fucking dying. So at one point I didn't leave his basement for like a week because it's dark down there. And so finally the doctor was like, the basement is a room, by the way, you were being held. No, it's a, it's a room (laughs) in the basement. He chained me up. You were like, I had to stay there for a week and a half. Um, So I go back because I'm still having these migraines, but I don't want the morphine injections. And I'm begging her, my doctor, please give me something. But, and she's like, well, I'm going to give you. And I said, don't give me Vicodin. I don't want Vicodin. It makes me fucking sick. I don't want it. She's like, I'm, it's the only thing you can take, but I'm going to give you a nausea medicine to go with it. On top of it. So you're not going to get sick from it. Well, yeah, I didn't get sick from it. I got the happy feeling from it. Great. Fucked up. So then after I have the baby up in a really dangerous fucking, I uh, begged not to have that shit. Yeah. Like, um, my, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but just when I had peas, like I was complaining about pain from my C-section, they could have gave me fucking Tylenol 800 or they could have gave me five milligram Norcos, even something smaller. They gave me fentanyl. They gave me fucking fentanyl and they almost fucking killed me. Yeah. And then they want to give you Percocet and yes. shit instead yes. of like and starting I, low. Right. I don't have a tolerance like that because I don't take medicine like hey, that. She was so nodding off. Her blood pressure was dropping. Fucking I it got kept, scary. I kept not. I would stop breathing. I told yes. you it was the most comfortable feeling. I see how easily someone can overdose because your body doesn't fight it at all. It's like you're drifting off into the most comfortable sleep that you could ever fucking imagine. It feels like you're on a cloud and you just close your eyes. And I kept doing that. I could not keep my eyes open. That shit was terrifying. And the the oxygen alarm and shit kept going off because mm-hmm. I would stop breathing every two minutes. So if you guys don't remember the story, they had to go get a nurse who yeah. was like a young dude, sit him next to me and have him shake me every time I would stop breathing until it wore (laughs) off. Now, the reason they gave me such a high amount is because I kept saying, I'm still having pain. Like, like, I don't want that. It hurts hella bad. It hurts. Um, I want something different. Instead of them giving me something different, they gave you more. They kept piling on the fentanyl more and more and more until I couldn't control my my until eyes and my fucking was breathing. Affected. Yes. Yes. And that's the scare. Thank you, John Muir, Walnut Creek, California. Like, worst experience ever um but it's really easy to become addicted to a substance yeah and, and especially control when you're, your life like when you're overnight. telling a nurse or a doctor that you don't want something and they it's like they give you what they want to give you yeah. so it's it's a dangerous game to really play so um, if if you are doing shit like that narcan carry narcan in your car in your bag and i recently read that sometimes when people od it takes more than one so maybe have three oftentimes it takes more than one so another thing um that i read and i shared the other day is fentanyl testing strips that we've like suggested you guys get before 
they only test for a certain amount, a certain amount of types of fentanyl. There's hundreds, excuse me, there's hundreds that it does not test for. So even though it's a good idea, keep Narcan anyway, because there's a good chance that you test your shit. It still has fentanyl and it's just a different type that doesn't show up on that test that they're selling us. I I just say whatever drug you're doing these days, keep Narcan because so many people are cutting shit with fucking fentanyl for sure. Or cutting it with, you know, opiates you don't know Mm -hmm. about just fucking if you partake in drugs, activities at all just keep at it all with you. for whatever reason yeah even if it's once a year <clears throat> yeah. fucking just keep some around and pharmacies I, I don't know if they still are but they were giving it away for free I love um, that. the county was giving it to people like it's, it's you can probably google it and find somewhere near you yeah that gives it and, or we'll send it i've even seen some like non-profit companies that ship them to people you know that don't have yeah. them in their area but yeah it's just super smart to have for, definitely um well, I'm glad. I'm glad that she was able. Yeah, me to, too. To pull it together. What else you got? Um, this weekend, I'm going to my consultation for my second BBL round two. And I said, when she was out there telling me about, it, I said, "Don't come back looking like an ant." And she totally fucking ignored me and skipped over it. Like, I was like, "Anyways, shut um, up, this bitch. coffee." <laughs> I'm not gonna come back looking like an She's ant. Not. Also, because big BBLs aren't in anymore. I'd hate Mm-mm. to say it. So, like, I'm not going for that super dramatic Apparent, vixen yeah. look the way, that I once wanted. The skinny look's coming back right. in, apparently. What I'm primarily going for is because after I had the baby, my waist didn't go back as small as it was. Um, so, I want lipo in my midsection, my bra fat. Like, yeah. there's areas that got to be fixed. And so, while they're at it, I'm going to have him just put a little bit more at the top because I still got Put a little ass. on your dump trunk. Put at the top of the dump trunk. Carolyn. Yeah. Don't come so, back with no Carolyn ass bitch <laughs> don't come in you're here with a table your bitch you're just gonna walk away be like get out why do you Twin. got this shelf right why? why why did you get this shelf so wish me luck yeah. um I, hopefully i'm a set of surgery date because like i've been putting it off but i'm ready and this doctor is gonna do it while i'm awake and my recovery is gonna be like half the the amount that it was the first time i'm really interested recovery time wise i mean yeah and to see the process this time yeah because it's a completely different way of doing Com- it in in all ways yeah, yeah completely different technique completely different healing plan and all of the doctor's patients be remarkably healed and pain-free pretty quick right within the week and it's really fucking weird it's like with all tummy tucks fucking mommy makeovers tits anything like why are your your people not bruised why are they all fucking what yeah what are you doing (laughs) something what's your magic secret that you're doing in here that's crazy yeah i'm gonna find out yeah i'm excited and let me just say fuck trends just love your you know love your body as as you want your body don't yeah. follow body trends yeah. you know if you like being skinny shit be skinny or if you want Run. to follow body trends do that body trends right. like, do what you want to do what the fuck do. you want to do right yeah if i just want to make that clear. if it makes you happy yeah i don't give a fuck do it. i don't either if you want to have tits bigger than your head or if, if you, you know only I mean? want one tit yeah I mean, whatever why not like it's whatever you want that's that's my whole thing that for I sure preach, that you preach too i know it's just like do what the fuck you want regardless yeah of what anybody their opinion don't let anyone have fucking opinions on your body mm-hmm. okay so i want to say 
happy birthday to my friend Corey Scott. I love you and I miss your face. And then happy birthday to Andrea. Yes. I guys, love you so happy much. Birthday. Annie. Um and then we have a couple write-ins. Okay. Which I'm always never fucking organized. Um I'm going to read the short one. Or do you want to read the short one first? Just read the one that you have up. Okay, it's a long one. I'll let you read the short one next. Just read. <clears throat> Hi, Pat and Crystal. First time write-in, long time listener. I've been listening since the start, and I just want to say I appreciate you guys so much. Your advice, your stories, your humor, all of it has gotten me through so much. So thank you for being you and being a beacon of light to so many people. I've been wanting to write in for a while now, but haven't gotten the courage to do it. So here it goes. Hmm. My partner and I have been together for eight years. We've been through so much together, growing up, losing parents, helping family with sobriety, moving across the country multiple times, lots of love and lots of loss. So much. I know in the bottom of my heart, he is my soulmate and life partner. But in the last couple of years, we've been through many tests and I'm starting to get hurt and heartbroken to the point I don't know what to do anymore. My partner struggled with substance abuse most of his life and had a super traumatic childhood that led to most of it. I knew this when we first got together and he was recently diagnosed with BPD and autism spectrum disorder. This was a year and a half of lying substance abuse and porn addiction. Basically, I found him sending hella money to sex workers and spending lots of money on Hold on, you guys, my phone's fucking doing dumb shit again. Uh, spending lots of money on porn, drugs, etc. All the while not being able to uh, pay rent, which led me to getting a third job mm -hmm. and working long... Absolutely not. Dude. Mm -mm. Working long-ass days to cover both of our parts of rent, bills, groceries, etc. Nope. You're taking care of a grown-up. Mm-hmm. I took on so much because I knew he was struggling with his mental health, but I couldn't figure out where the money was going, hence why I had to go into FBI mode and find all this shit out to see where he was spending his money. Mm -mm. After lots of I'll get betters, he went to therapy and ended up getting the diagnosis of BPD and ASD. He fell off therapy and eventually I moved out of the state for a couple months to focus on my own dreams, going to school, career change, focusing on myself for once. And all the while, thinking things were getting better back home. He was making more money and was even supporting me financially for a while. Then I got back home and discovered a disaster. He was living in squalor and addicted to meth. I eventually got him to move out of the state where we are now and things have gotten better overall. But I am still very hurt over all the lying, the distrust, and the pain it caused me. And now I'm having a hard time understanding and knowing how to deal with his personality disorders. We have good days and we have bad days. He has highs and lows. And I guess my real question is, what do you think I should do from here? And how do you deal with a loved, with a loved one who is struggling with BPD? On a daily basis, I know things are just harder for him to regulate. And trust me, I have a lot of patience and have sacrificed so much for him. But when is enough enough? Now, how do I keep my own peace? I feel like I'm stuck in a hard place and not sure what to do or how to get him to change. I know he can be a better version of himself. I'm just scared and worried and not sure what to do, honestly. So any thoughts or advice would be much appreciated. Love you guys so much. You cannot mm -mm. change 
nobody. You can't fix nobody. You can't. No amount of love. No. None of it. There's so either you stay with this person and you know what you're in for. Yeah. And you just don't complain about it because you're choosing to stay. Yeah. Or you leave and you find someone else or be happy alone or whatever and don't deal with that kind of baggage and fucking problems all those problems are becoming your problems and that's not fair especially it sounds like you guys don't even have children and you forgiving and you helping and you getting another job to cover this and that is enabling behavior yeah like you're like why would he get better or or, you know because you're gonna get another job and you're gonna make it happen you're giving you're giving him excuses without even knowing it so i i'm i hate to be the bearer of bad news but it sounds like you need to just leave because like it's not if he could make it better on his own he would have by now if you're there you're there as his fucking as his little fucking catcher's yeah exactly he has no reason no reason to be better nope so leave yeah and if and don't use his diagnosis as a reason to make excuses for what he's doing okay like a lot of us have mental disorders right i have multiple i'm not gonna use that as an excuse to do shady ass shit no like take my money and fuck it off on whatever i want but like let my partner pick up the slack you know, for because me. I yeah, have BPD. because I have, yeah, I'm not going to use no. that as an excuse. And a lot of people tend to do that. So don't look at it like, Oh, it's not really his fault. He had, you know, trauma or, you know, all, no, no, I'm sorry. It you, sounds pretty like you're in a level of an abusive relationship. You're yeah. totally being taken advantage of and for a ride. And I get that you love him and you guys have been together, but guess what? If he loves himself, he'll better himself when you leave. Cause while you're there, it's not going to happen. Right. It's eight right. years. Like it's not happening period. And the older you get, so please don't wait another eight years to realize that. No. And the older you get, you're going to realize how much time you lost. Yeah. Wasted. No. What you got to do is start taking care of yourself as yep. good as you've been taking care of him. Great advice. Start spoiling yourself and caring about yourself. Look at yourself as a little person that's, you know, outside of your body. Like, look at yourself as that's who you need to be fucking taking care of. And then take a step back and think about if this was someone else's situation, what advice would you give them? Right. Because you know. You do. You do. So good luck. We love you. Tell him goodbye. For real. Um, Harry, you want to read? Yeah. Are you... I want this fucking cat hair on I want your eyes. eyes to work properly. Do you think Pat could talk about what her divorce was like? I'm currently going through one, and even though it's been going on for a while now, and it's what I wanted, it's still feeling tough. Please don't say my name. Sure. <clears throat> so, um, uh, okay. I'm the one that decided for a divorce. My marriage, I was with my husband, like, we got together in high school. And like, we were both totally different people by the time we got married. Cause you know, that's super young to be in a serious relationship and you're not done growing and your fucking frontal lobe isn't even done developing and shit yet. So of course, you know, by like early twenties, um, you're different people. And so what unfortunately happened with us is we were no longer compatible for whatever reason. Um, whether it's like an addiction or whatever, he would constantly like cheat every few years. Mm -hmm. Um, it would be like a random hookup, but it would happen like, 
every two years or something. And, and I finally got to the point where I'm like, we're already struggling with getting along and liking the same shit and still being good for each other. But on top of it, you're going to throw cheating into it. Like, mm. fuck that. So, um, I pushed for a separation and then, um, that was hard because I had people like coming down on me. Like you have kids, like even my own family, they were like, I don't support that. You you need to go back and work it out. You need to fix things with him. Like you're a mother and a wife and you don't do that. And so luckily I'm as headstrong as I am because I was like, fuck all of y'all then. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make a way however I need to do it. So, um, yeah, I didn't have support. I'll say that. And it was very hard for me, but I don't regret it. And I, I even like tell him to this day, like it's the best decision I ever fucking made, even though I hate that, like my kids were hurt in the process because when I was out of the home and shit, it was so fucking hard on them that I really regret and hate, but like, um, for you, for me, cause I wouldn't just, just me. And like, um, I was suffering it sounds dramatic, but I was really no, suffering your whole life. when you're trying to be someone you're not for somebody like you're never going to have peace and you're never going to be happy because mm-hmm. like it's all an act. I feel like, I don't know. That was my reason for the And divorce. I feel like your whole life, you never, ever got to do any love yourself. Me. Right. You never right. did. Yeah. So I needed to leave. So I did it and it was so fucking rough. Like it took so long for me to even tell him, like I had already made up my mind a few months after separating that I was going to file for divorce, but I didn't tell him that because I didn't want shit to hit the fan. Cause we were already fighting so yeah. much and like the kids and sharing custody and shit was getting hella ugly. Um, so I just like gave it a year or something before I finally was like, yeah, I'm going to file for divorce. And then shit did hit the fan, but like probably maybe a little less than it would have if I said it sooner. Yeah. But, um, it was rough. It was rough, but it just know that it's not going to stay like that forever. And at no point would I ever take that back. And what was your best coping mechanism for getting through the hurt? Do you think cocaine? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. For a minute. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I became a stripper. Like when I was a mayor, when I was a young turning into a woman, I was a married wife, mom, woman. Like yeah. I didn't have any club, no nope. club times with my friends no or anything like that. No. Nothing. So when I got a divorce, I like regressed and like, that's when my party days started. Yeah. So I immediately became a stripper. <laughs> slash hoe started doing coke at the club not a lot it didn't like you know it wasn't like an addiction but I started partying and it was a social it was a good distraction from all the pain and like the frustration I was having with the that situation but I just kept myself busy and like had hella boyfriends and like had you know busy yeah I just would go out and just constant you know I wouldn't be home if I would have stayed home it would have been hella sad for me and I know I would have sunk into a very depressed yeah miserable place but I just had to get out get out and like constantly be moving and that's the only thing I think that got me through it I also think like for your development as a human being you you really need those years you need whole years you need to I mean some very there's a few that don't but the majority I really feel like you need those party years yeah. to make mistakes fuck up get the shit out your system it's fuck just life other experience you yes. need to broaden your life experience like my daughter my oldest daughter is so she's never had a club phase like a going out wild going out with her girls phase she's never had that i don't even know if she's ever been to a club um 
And so I, I worry, like, you know, she tells me like, that's just not me. Like, I'm not, you know, and that's cool. But like later, later on, maybe you might want to, like, I just feel like you need more life experience before you lock yourself down. Definitely. Um, So then you're not fucking 30 years old. Like, fuck, I wish I had. Yeah. And then feel like you wasted time on something that you didn't Mm -hmm. even end up staying with. Like, right. You deserve to go be a slut and like party and, you know, do what you want to do character development it is it is character development okay um hey you two just wanted to send a quick message and let you guys know i'd feel lost in my own head if it wasn't for the both of you you make my crazy feel normal and show me that it's okay to not be okay all the time i am a mom to a three-year-old boy maverick who is wild as can be i like that name i do too I'm proud of the crazy family I've made for myself, but man, do I love my cleaning days when I get to listen to the podcast. Anyways, just wanted to tell you I love you both and appreciate all your honesty. Love, Hannah. Hannah and Maverick. I love Thank that you. Name. We love that. Thank you. So I'm going to close this out with my horrible fucking memory and that oh, I've God. never shared this out loud with anyone. Not her brothers, not nope. anyone. So put on your seatbelt. Nope. Not, not Mark. Nobody knows this. I've kept it in my little noggin of hell. So we all know I have a really good memory. <laughs> and I've said before, I have memories from when I was like a year and a half, two years old. And this is the real reason I don't believe in God. Because why would you let me remember this shit? Why? So For character development. I, I guess. <laughs> so I finally told her on the porch this afternoon when I was about two, two and a half years old, I can remember taking a shower with my mom. And you know, I'm... I'm two and a half. I'm short. I'm little. All the water's like falling down around on me. And I'm like, oh, let's lean back and open our mouth and catch all the water. (laughs) And then my mom fucking nudges my arm and is like, stop doing that. And I look up and it's because I'm fucking catching all the water that's coming off her fucking dirty tits. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was coming off her pussy? Like, what the fuck? I'm so glad it wasn't the pussy. And you're like, oh, that's why. And all (laughs) these years, I remember it. Every, (gasps) every like two years, it'll pop up and go, remember when you were in the fucking shower with your mom and you drank her tit water? Remember you had water off mom's tits? (gasps) Tit water. Yeah, tit water. I still remember what shower we were in. You remember how you tilted your head back? You thought it was hella fun. Her pussy was next to your hairs. I remember all of it. That's awful. Yeah, that's why I'm that's like, awful. for real, there's so a now, God. So now anytime your mom says, I got to go take a shower, I'll call you back. You think, oh. I know what the tit water looks like coming PTSD. off your nipples. PT- I used to drink it. I drink it. PTSD. I know exactly what that's going to look like. And I hate <laughs> my fucking brain. No. So gross. It's so rude. So, it's so rude. And so gross. I know it's so normalized. I know that. Please don't write in and give me shit. I support whoever wants to breastfeed for Whatever. however long. Yeah, for us. We're, we're saying for no. me. When I see fucking six year olds breastfeeding, I'm like, I know what kind of memories they're gonna have, and they're gonna want to bash their fucking brain in with a fork. They're gonna want to hit their mom. And all I did was catch titty water in the shower, and I want to fuck. I want to go punch her right now. Go punch her right now. So I can't imagine having an Fuck actual your knee. memory. Fuck your knee. I'm about to hit you in your head. No, for real. 
bitch, now you need a wheelchair because you have Pay two attention and don't let me drink the water that's running down your tits. So I can't imagine. Could you imagine? I would feel so bad if I caught peas doing that Drinking. in the bath. That she was like, stop it, stop it. You're drinking soapy water off my tits. Yeah. Nope. Standing down there like a little bird with my mouth open, <laughs> catching the raindrops. <laughs> the tits water. Fucked up. Ew. <laughs> That's so fucked up. So I love that for you. I wanted to confess that and get it off my soul. I want your brothers to hear this and I will bring it up. Because I make fun don't. of them for breastfeeding off mom, sucking mom's tits all the all time. All the time. But no. I have an actual memory of catching tit and juice. Seeing it. Yeah. A water. visual. You have a visual. So I couldn't imagine. The whole time. And they didn't even know. They could have been firing back on your ass. If I had an actual memory of sucking her tits, I would fucking, I'd fucking lose it. Yeah. Because just drinking her shower runoff from her tits (laughs) is enough to make me hate it here. I can't wait to see her again and think about it. Charlene, show me your nipples where Crystal was drinking Crystal, the water that came off. Crystal, get on your knees off. right there and tilt your head back. I want to remember. I'm going to we... pour this water bottle down Char's front. Crystal, remember what we talked about? Get on your knees right here so I can do, see something real quick. Go. Open your mouth. Hey, when mom was on live, well, I was on live and, and mom came in the room a few days ago. Someone was like, ask her if she remembers leaving you guys abandoned at fucking Great America. When you're, and I, I, I'm like, do you remember fucking taking the phone off the hook? Did bitch? she say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember. I said, oh, you don't remember leaving us. Oh. I don't crystal huh. convenient. It because, wasn't that long ago. Cause last time I asked you, you remembered and told me the cat knocked the phone off the hook. And a now cat she named has, Tony. She said, I have, I have no idea what you're talking she's about. She's like, I don't remember that. You're no recollection. My knee hurts. Wrong I don't mom. remember. Wrong mom. <laughs> wow. Mom, do you remember hitting me in my arm as a fucking toddler when I was drinking the fucking water dripping off your tits? And I know some of you got. And you were up all memories. playful and fun about it. You were having catching fun. water drops. You were playing in rain. the rain. Nope, that's mom's sweaty tit water. It's titty rain, and I'm just glad it wasn't vagina rain because that I don't think I would share that. You wouldn't recover. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. I might share it just before but I killed myself. It would be maybe in a suicide letter. <laughs> this is part of why i'm leaving (laughs) the fucking memory won't go away so there's that you guys hello dysfunction that's it suck it easy go to bed